This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome back to Unlocking Astrology. Samuel Reynolds, head of uh, Unlock Astrology, CEO, founder, unlockastrology.com. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we, we have to do those niceties, right? <laughs> well, can we just no, jump in? Can we just like- We, we can ahead. jump in, but also I am, I am grateful, right? These things, you know, we're going to talk about Leo today and we're talking about the sun. And one of the things I think about, you know, with Leo, with the power of the sun is gratitude, right? Jupiter is another planet we associate with that. But we have to also recognize none of these things had to be right, in our lives. You know, we often think about that in terms of the bad things and wanting to avoid them, but that's also true for the good things. And this you know, is, so, so let, me, right. let me, thank you for reminding I'm me. I'm grateful. Gratitude mm-hmm. first, I'm grateful too. I'm learning so much. And also I think, you know, many ways, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it, for me, these discussions that I'm having with different people is about challenging folk to, broaden the way that they see the world in themselves, right? Because I think the more people un- unlock the the strictures that have been placed on us, mm-hmm. religious, family, what have you, the more we can be better citizens, better human beings to humanity, you know, better contributors to this experiment called life, you know? And I just, I just need us to get to a point of peace. It was funny, I was watching, um, I forgot what show I was watching, but they, they, oh, it was a wish. Oh, Wonder Woman. I started watching. Oh, God. Wonder, Wonder Woman 84. Oh. I'm so sorry for you. Me All too. right. Yeah. So I started watching it and it was a wish thing. And I was like, I would wish for world peace, end of hunger. People wishing for like Porsches. And I was like, who are these people that are with power? I want all the new, the president, all the nukes in, that I can get. And I was like, you're the president of the United States. That's your wish? Not peace for all humanity? Not, not so I, we have, we're broken. Samuel, so the, the, the world is broken. People are not, uh, you know, by and large, in my opinion, as good as they can be. So if we can contribute a little bit of goodness by making folks think a little differently and challenge themselves, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So am I. Okay, so getting to that, the great Leo, the lion. The, the lion. king of the jungle. The queen of the jungle too, The queen right? of the jungle. Well, oh. wait, hold on. That's interesting too, because I when I think about lions, I always say, you know, bulls run solo, lions run in a pride. They they're they're a gang, you know. But the lions send the women out to fight. The the it's the woman the the female uh, lions, the ones without the manes that are out there kicking ass and taking names and dragging the food back for the, for everybody to eat, as the men lounge around and then fight over territory. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what's this thing about Leo, right? So Leo, we, we talked about with cancer ruling the, I mean, the moon ruling cancer, the sun rules Leo. And that's because in the Northern hemisphere, you know, the height of the sun's heat usually manifests, manifests during the time of Leo. And so it's like the royal splendor, the you know, the, the, the king, the queen is in her palace or his palace, right? You know, and it's resplendent. And the sun is the heart of our solar system. So Leo also relates to, especially in the human body, the idea of the heart, right? And so 
the heart, you know, it's pretty clear as we say it in French, que, right? And then also related to Latin, you know, cur. So it leads to courage. So Leo is the sign of courage and encouragement. And it, we're, it's where you have, you take the identity that was started in Aries and then like as the warrior who now has become the quote unquote king, right? Um, and what does that mean in terms of identity? It's like when you're on the seat of self, when you're on the seat of the soul and you can understand and you have some sense of knowing who you are. If we're gonna talk about the journey and I, I haven't used this before but I think it might be useful. If we're gonna talk about the journey of let's say King Solomon, right? Especially mm -hmm. from the Bible. Aries would be when he is a son of David, right? You know, and he's wishing for wisdom. Son and Leo or when he's for Solomon is when he's on the throne and Sagittarius would be when he's writing Ecclesiastes and Proverbs after you know his the waning years and even um, having the folly of his wisdom right and losing some measure of his kingdom so when we're talking about Leo we're talking about having that seat of authority more so around and for oneself but that seat of authority is where you kind of have a sense of knowing what you're about, there's a certain kind of confidence that can exude from a Leo person. Now, some people might register that as a certain kind of cockiness, depending on the Leo, but usually there's some, you know, even in the quietest of Leos, there's something where they have a sense of reserve about, you know, knowing who they are at least, or, or being on the journey to learn who they are. So one of the examples I love to use, even though, you know, they're very different men, are the Leo presidents we've had in our lifetime, right? Um, one is Barack Obama and the other one is Bill Clinton. Then we've had two Leo rising presidents who surprised us. One was George W. Bush, the cancer, right? He was a Leo rising. The other one is um, Donald J. Trump, right? Leo rising. Now you might say like, well, those are very different. Well, they kind of convey a similar thing. They have enough confidence to assert who they are and come out from quote unquote the herd and people's expectations. Again, that sense of courage. And that's what Leo is on the path to embrace and learn. It doesn't mean they always have it, that, but it does, I mean, like, even if you think about the Lion King, right? Simba wasn't always courageous, right? He's eating bugs, you know, we get to the middle of the movie, but he has to kind of embrace the journey back to assert where he has authority. It's not just like in cancer, we talked about um, home and maybe even staying home, but it's, ha it's having the courage to leave, maybe come back and then change home. It's not just to be home. So Leo really documents how we establish more of our, our um, iconism, you know, how we become more iconic, how we're willing to stand out and step into our sense of power. And the problem that can happen with Leo is when they misunderstand the nature of power, right? So if they think power is just for themselves, by themselves, then they become more like the sun king, you know, I am the state, right? Rather than realizing, which is the true nature of all royals, power is given to you. People imbue you with power, right? So you have a relationship to honor. You know, so it's not just for you, um, it's through you. 
And when Leo kind of embraces that sense of sharing that power, and that power isn't just in terms of like having power over people's lives or being some a boss, it's being a light like the sun, being willing to encourage, lift up, support, um, to really kind of blaze in the path, um, to be willing to stand up for people, you know, in terms of that, you know, one of the things we talk about in terms of, you know, we, we like to focus in on, you know, obviously black people, but, you know, I think one of the key teachers I have for, for Leo is Whitney Houston, right? Now, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Whitney had her, her journeys for sure, but just in terms of the raw power, like the, the, the clearest, when I was studying astrology, you know, I always looked for like, what, what does this look like in real life, right? And I, I'll never forget, I was home from college and I was looking at the TV and videos. Remember, we lived for videos at one time, you know, and I was looking at I Will Always Love You, right? And I knew the song, blah, blah, blah. But when I saw her, I said, and I, I, I was like, that's Leo. I understand. Like, it's that raw power that comes out of your heart, right? And that, that expression, yeah, it came out for her in her singing, right? But it could come out for someone else in their cooking or for you in terms of how you have this show. It can come out from someone else when they just walk into a classroom. It's kind of where you discover your Leo. And that is the real raw power, the idea of where Leo lives in your chart, but also give a son in Leo how that comes out. You know, um, whether we're talking about like another famous Leo, uh, Madonna, right? You know, Madonna, I, I know I might tease some people off, but she had the power of personality. I'm not convinced that she had the raw power of talent, right? You know, she had, I, you know, when we look at her, her opus and her work, it's like, all right, this is good pop, right? You know, and I might say another famous you know, Leo like that, Jennifer Lopez, you know, I've never been wowed by her music. I'm just kind of like, it's personality, it's daring that they had. And I think that's, you know, one important part of it. But you might take someone like a J.K. Rowling, right? I know she's also not people's favorite person right now. But one thing that's undeniable, not only did she, as a Leo, assert and create a whole industry from her work, right? But she also made him a Leo, right? And got a Leo act, right? To play him. So she was like, I am going to, you know, be a, a Leo for this. Um, but it doesn't always have to be about just what they do, like Iman, Leo, right? You know, because people would say like, and this is like a sidebar, but related or a side, side trail. Um, <clears throat> be careful of always going by, you know, different books that say who you should be partnered with. Right, like, oh, well, Leo's, we do better with Aquarius or air signs. Iman was with David Bowie until he died, right? And he was a Capricorn, right? Terms. And then we also look at Michelle Obama, who is a Capricorn, with um, Barack Obama, who's a Leo. So there's a certain way that you really can better understand synastry. There's something I do talk about in my classes. But going back um, to Iman, 
she didn't have to do much. Just, you know, just the way she carried herself, the way that she expressed herself and just decided to be herself. That can be also be the, the power of Leo. Um, Lucille Ball mm. is also a Leo. Now I might say like, well, she was just a, a funny woman. You have to understand people don't know. It was a G was a boss and and that's another key word we can also associate with with leo um she created desi lu studios and desi lu studios you know not only <laughs> produced the lucille ball shows and things but it produced star trek right so it was the, an instrumental studio related to that so we wouldn't even have star trek if it wasn't for her martha stewart leo right in terms of creating her own sense of industry. Um, you know, I could go on, there's a certain daring, especially you mentioned about, you know, lionesses, but you know, I can just like, I've given the short list, the short list, Angela Bassett, Charlize Theron, um, Kate Bush, Mae West, wow. Amelia Earhart, Jacqueline Kennedy, um, and uh, Halle Berry, you know, these particular women have like become iconic and the men are no slouches either. I mean, like there are ways in which they kind of established a certain badassness. Um, I mean, you talk about you know, two presidents. Yeah, two presidents, um, you know, James Baldwin, you know, and I think he's not appreciated enough for not just his insight. Cause the other thing for people to know about Leo because people always talk about the flash and panache about Leo's but they don't really honor the power of the sun. So the sun was also a symbol of intelligence. You know, that's kind of the idea of Apollo. So there's usually a certain insightfulness and perspicacity and ability to kind of see deeply that also comes with the Leonine power. I mean, speaking of presidents, you know, the eloquence and the intelligence of Barack Obama, but also, you know, you know, people forget Clinton. Yeah, you know, this is why some, sometimes I look at Clinton. And I'm like, you know better. We know what you're doing because he was an he's an amazingly intelligent man. Like he, you know, road scholar, road scholar and he road could scholar. be writing a speech, and you could be telling him, you know, giving him things, you know, a debriefing related to what's happening, and he understood and could repeat everything you just said while writing his speech, right? So, I mean, he was remarkable in that sense. But you know, it it really is time tying in the power of, of the sun um, and being the ability to kind of be their own personality. One of my favorites in terms of comedy, Paul Mooney, right? You know, mm. Paul Mooney, you know, it, he kind of has left an impression, you know, when the stories are written about him at the end of the day, I think every black comic or even many white comics will have to thank Paul Mooney for what he's done in terms of comedy. You know, so I think, you know, there's just this, this, this sense of the willing to be, you know, I can't forget Andy Warhol too, you know, like, now I look at his art, all right, and maybe I just sound like a brother from around the way, so forgive me those who've gone to art schools and whatever, and like, I'm just a Philistine, that may be true, but I look at his art and I'm like, well, wait, what, what is it, I don't get it, you know, he just took some that's, that's what we used to do in the hood, you know, just playing around, talking, right? And they're like, you're so disrespectful. But here's the thing where we can give him his kudos. He, he made it famous. You know, he talked about everyone getting 15 minutes 
was it not 15 minutes was it 15 minutes of fame yeah, everyone get 15 minutes, minutes of fame that always seems like too much but 15 minutes of fame <laughs> but you know he made himself famous by being an icon in that sense so there's a way in which by virtue of willing to step into themselves to really kind of demonstrate that sense of power of self and authentically be themselves that i really i think that's that's remarkable in terms of you know, demonstrating that power. What about, because um, you know you know, in a room, like I always say, if I have a party, you need a Leo at a party. Mm -hmm. You need a Leo, you need a Sag, uh, and an Aries. Mm -hmm. You need the fire signs. Mm -hmm. You gotta have them at, at your parties, they're gonna make it hot. The need to be, to be liked or the center of attention, is that, is that a need or is it, just, is it just a natural byproduct of being a Leo? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a natural byproduct. It's a natural byproduct of a, of a Leo who doesn't, like we've talked about with all the signs, who, don't, who doesn't understand the full intention of what being a Leo means, right? So if they think, you know, the nature of the sun is to shine, right? And to be itself. And it's one thing if someone decides to make you the center, but you working to be the center is unnatural because you don't have to do that if you're just being yourself, right? Um, everyone's gonna, at some point, you know, the nature of the sun shining on the wicked and the righteous alike is recognizing that it doesn't have to be partial even to itself, right? So the work of a Leo working so hard to kind of center itself really usually leads to its undoing um, because people people want more and then even want more of you. So this is like the interesting challenge that can erupt with the, the Leo rising, for example. So the rising sign becomes more about the life path. So we saw this play out with Donald Trump because he kind of plays out the personality of being this quote unquote authentic self, but not really being authentic in my opinion, not really being himself. Um, or a person. Or complete, or Trudems, yeah. Um, I think George Bush struggled with this as a Leo rising, you know, in terms of, you know, trusting himself. What, what's interesting about George, people always just thought he was, he was dumb. I mean, he probably is above average or average intelligence, right? But George sometimes would have a problem um, in completely just being accessible as a, as a full person, you know? Um, and trusting that. And you might say like, well, how do you see that? I mean, even some measure of his code switching. And he used to code switch. If you watch him, I mean, I'm sure you have, but if you watch him, if he's talking in the Northeast corridor, he'll sound just like I'm talking right now. But if he goes South or he goes to other parts of the country, he puts on that twang, you know, cause he, you know, grew up for a time in Texas, right? So it's some way in which he knows how to turn on the charm but it's more than just turning on the charm and turning on the spotlight from yourself. It's more so like, how am I letting it in? That's where Aquarius becomes useful because Aquarius is almost like the critic, the opposite sign to Leo and kind of saying like, well, what about, you know, what's happening on the perimeter? You know, so the, the dynamic for all of us is kind of how we tie in our polarities for Cancer to tie into Capricorn, for Gemini to tie into Sagittarius, for Taurus to tie into Scorpio and Aries to get to Libra. So Leo, can't just be content with just its perception as the star all the time. 
it also has to recognize how it's seen from the audience, right? And then how it sees itself authentically. So I think that's kind of the other lesson. So yeah, I mean, the immature Leo will be um, too, con too con you know, um, wrapped up in themselves, consumed by the idea of themselves rather than the true encounter with themselves. True encounter. Mm. That is the goal, right? Mm -hmm. To know thyself. Yeah. To know thyself. Thyself. Right. And when you said soul, I thought that is also the name of the sun, S-O-L. That's correct. Right? Yeah. And so that's kind of, you know, it's, it's, you know, we were talking about power. So here's an interesting example in terms of being authentic. So two Leos that we can talk about with abuse of power, who didn't deal with the full lessons of power are Kevin Spacey and um, I'm just Roman Polanski, right? Mm. So how they played out their story related to power is by virtue of thinking that they have a certain privilege that they don't have to answer to it, right? You might say, well, that's all men, right? Yeah, to some degree, right? <laughs> to some degree that can be many men. Um, but I think what's particularly poignant for, for Kevin and how it played out is, you know, he was on a show where he was the president of the United States or came to be the president of the United States and didn't deal with the reckonings of power as he went along and then didn't deal with the reckonings of power in his own career, right? All of, a lot of things could have been avoided. I mean, like he was, you know, a top billing star. And Roman Polanski also not by not dealing with particular issues as a top filmmaker, also kind of squandered some measure of his legacy by not honoring that. That can, the same thing to some degree happen with Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, I was gonna say, is, is it an abuse? Is it that, that they think they can get away with it because they are so powerful or, or you know, like many people? Or as my grandmother I, used to say, yeah, like they come to think their ish don't stink. Right. And delusion, though, I mean, because you're, you're, you're thinking, you know, you're taking an advantage. And Roman Polanski was, a, a, I think, a 13 year old Clinton. It was a, an aide, Monica Lewinsky, who was subordinate to him in mm -hmm. the Oval Office. Like it it couldn't get more like this is inappropriate. And, <laughs> Why don't you know that this is a problem? And it was Anthony Rapp, you know, a young yeah. boy. Oh, Anthony you know. Rapp from Star Trek. Yeah. Wow. That's the one who took him down. OK. That's when his story came out. Yeah. That's, I love him with know, the scores. He's got. Yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. I love that show. That's oh, another way which we can. Meet with Martin Green and freaking Michelle Yeoh and freaking. Uh, oh, stop it. Listen, <laughs> side note, side then we'll come back in terms of discovery, right? <laughs> I'm a big fan because no one can show me a show, a science fiction show that has had like, you know, uh, an African producer, writer, director involved, who has brought more diversity in one set, I mean, one scene on set than I've ever seen in the history of Star Trek, right? You can give me Avery Brooks, right? And then having a woman who's driving the show, who isn't a captain, doesn't have to be a captain, but also at the same time can always be herself, Aries, right? You know Aries? Uh, yes. She was amazing right. in Walk Walking Dead. I, she she delivers some of the most memorable, her ability to be able to bring you in, make you feel what she's feeling. That mm -hmm. that casket scene, 
in Walking Dead with the muse. I mean, to this day, it's one of the most memorable scenes in The Walking Dead for me. And then, so I had to follow her to to the Star Trek thing. She's amazing. I didn't know about her in Walking Dead because that's not my one of my shows. Right. But but Star Trek, I mean, like Discovery, I I'm just like, yeah, I got a crush. Okay. <laughs> so right. if Sonico, if you're on there, I just want you to know, I yeah. I think you're remarkable. That's, yeah. I mean, that's no more than that. Just okay. like, okay. Yeah. just excited. Okay. All right. That sidebar is over. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's let's wrap up, Leo. Um, even though they'll be upset that we're doing that. <laughs> that right. Was... Well, yeah. I mean, you're just like, oh, yeah. You know, I think you gave cancer more time, which I don't yeah, think is exactly. true. I, I, mean... I was I was looking at the time. I was like, yeah. Okay. We gotta go at least ten more minutes. Just right. so we don't get the. Well, back. I mean, let me go back then and also <laughs> talk about, you know, what happened. Not just Roman Polanski, but you know, because I think about um, Kevin Spacey because he hasn't gone away. I mean, he still gives out these creepy holiday weird videos, readings, like, and all that. Read like, the room. Just, just read the room. You know, just you know, just take a take a page. You know, come back in your seventies, right? You know, just take some time off. You know, go to Hawaii, go somewhere else, right? But I think. You, you ask like, well, is it delusion? I think on some level it's blindness, right? Which is a sort of obviously a form of delusion. It can be, you know, when we're dealing with the power of the sun, you can remember to shine or you can get blinded, right? In terms of, you know, by your own light because you're paying more attention to yourself than what you're supposed to be serving. You know, it's kind of the, the lesson for any quote unquote historical royal. You know, the more that you're attentive to just the, the maintenance of the kingdom for, you know, rather than serving the kingdom and the people, then that's where you're gonna, you know, fall short. So I think it's really honoring where you're attentive to that. And this is, some people may not like this. I know I'm gonna run into some trouble. You know, this is, this was the, the journey and the challenge for Haile Selassie, right? Who was a Leo, the lion of the king, king of, of Judah, in fact. Mm. Um, you know, who in many ways for a good amount of time, very attentive to his people until he wasn't, right? And then that's when there was the coup that Ethiopia on some level is never fully recovered from. And I'm not, that's not an argument for royalty. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, bring back the, you know, the, the royals, but because I don't, I don't believe in that. But I do recognize where you, you may see a theme where they may not be as attentive. You know, the nature of Leo coming from cancer is to be the crown and glory of the people of cancer, right? And then from that, from Leo is to deal with the working refinement of that power, that raw power and develop it. So I wanna talk about a little bit about the transition before we go into Virgo. Let's go back to Whitney Houston. So Whitney, you know, I know I'm gonna get in trouble with this too. Remarkable singer, I've already talked about how much I loved, how much we loved her voice. Like I still greatest can't listen. Of time. Greatest of all time. I, I can't listen to you know, the, the American national anthem 
in any other way than how she sang it. Because I don't know if anyone has sang it quite like she has. But here's the problem. Raw power, raw talent that she didn't always, she wasn't always a very good steward of her own voice. Right? And I don't mean in terms of the, just the drugs. She didn't always use the modulation related to her voice. She always just relied on the power to carry her through rather than you know, working with her coaches in terms of cultivating that sense of control, you know, in order to have more longevity. So by the time that she was going toward now what we know as the end of her career, <clears throat> she was having trouble with her voice. You know, that's kind of documented and known, right? And it wasn't just the drugs. It was also kind of some measure of the abuse and misuse. And that's different, you know, in terms of how we might say working with the sense of one's voice and power, like Beyonce, Beyonce Virgo, right? Also has a very strong voice, maybe not a Whitney Houston, but she works in terms of the modulations of her voice to give her a different sense of range, not just relying on sheer power, but skill. So one of the things that Leo also has to come to learn is skill. Because you might say like, I listed a good number of personalities you know, great personalities, Ed Norton, there's another one, Kevin Spacey I mentioned, um, let me see, who else, um, Sean Penn, you know, they have a sense of personality, but in terms of refinement of, of acting, you know, in terms of working with that, Virgos actually do better in acting than Leos, Earth signs do better, Capricorns have won more Academy Awards than, than Leos, so what can happen Robert De Niro, another great Leo, is that they can come to rely more on their tricks, more on the things that, you know, aspects of their identity, you know, how they're known as personalities, rather than dealing with the depth of skill that takes them to other places. And I'm talking about in terms of acting, but that can come with other things as well. You know, one of the things that Leo must be attentive to, and am I getting over, am I getting by, mm -hmm. or am I going through? Right. You said yeah. Meryl Streep was a Leo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now she's she's no, phenomenal. No, but right. but recently I'm looking. I'm, I started watching Prom, and I was like, Why, why, why Meryl Streep? Why you you could have turned this one down? Sometimes you don't need to do a favor. You know. I, Sometimes you don't need to do a favor. And yeah, I, it's kind of like where you 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 press yourself to grow. You know, when I talk about the Earth signs. Let's look at Daniel Day-Lewis, right? Mm. Daniel Day-Lewis, who I think is a phenomenal actor. I mean, he literally scares me sometimes because he, he becomes different people. You know, it's like, you know, Taurus, right? He's a, he's, you know, so he gets into the texture of the character. He's not just relying on, on person. And the one thing we can say about him, even though I know he's gone back a few times, he knows when to quit. There's something like, I don't need to do that. You know? You say that Harper Lee. Um, another Taurus. I'm sorry, Leo. <laughs> sorry. But, you know, she did that one book and she said she didn't need to do another book. They published one when she was in her 90s. But, mm -hmm. you know, as a Taurian, I know she met, she said what she said when she was like, I did this perfect thing to kill a mockingbird and I'm done. I'm done. One and done. Right. So I think, you know, one of the things that Leo has to, again, like I, I asked, is like, to be in touch with, you know, a sense of core. Why are you doing this, right? You know, is it just for the glory? You know, just for the sense of self? 
or is it for like the glory that you can give rather than the glory that you receive? I just want that to sink in because, mm -hmm. you know, if everyone's operating in their greatness, what a wonderful world this would be. Right. And the key thing that, you know, the, the vision why I love astrology is it gives us different visions of greatness from 12 different perspectives and more, but we can start off with the 12 and, and from that start to see what becomes superb because what I'm talking about with Leo is not directly applicable, let's say to Gemini, right? It's not going to be the same set of issues. Um, Leo, because like, again, it's the only sign of the sun. Um, the sun doesn't rule any other sign. Really? The moon doesn't rule any other sign except cancer. Um, it just has a home away from home in Taurus and the sun has a home away from home in Aries. But, and that's a different dynamic. Um, you know, say like, well, what's the difference between Aries and Leo? Well, Aries, I find, can have a little more of the attitude, you know, like, I'm, I'm first, I'm remarkable. You know, Leo shows up for, you know, months or, you know, later and saying like, I'm pretty good. I'm excellent. You know, I don't need to, to do extra. You know, sometimes as we say, as kids say, you know, with Aries, like they sometimes have to be extra in terms of that sense of the sun. With Leo, it's kind of like, well, shouldn't I naturally have it? <laughs> right, which can be its own fault. Right, because then again, you're not cultivating the skill, like we talked about with Whitney, you know, in terms of how she had, she probably needed to develop more, a little more modulation related to her voice. She had range, you know, I don't want anyone coming back on YouTube and saying like, she had range, we know she not had range. End, not at the end. Yeah, mm. yeah, she didn't keep the modulation related to her voice. And I think that's kind of the key thing as a lesson. I look, I look at that more like, again, not respecting the gift that you've been given, you know, like Celine Dion won't sneeze, talk or what have you. <laughs> She's like, I know this thing is fragile. I'm not, I will whisper. I will not talk for the whole day before a concert. I'm mm -hmm. going to preserve this thing. I don't know how Shaka Khan still has a stellar voice, but that's probably another story for another day. Uh, but, you know, I feel like sometimes people squander the gifts they have because they don't realize that they life is fleeting everything yes. that you have is going to go away so you might as well from your body you know take care of every gift that you've been given and cherish it because it doesn't stay forever and that's the the saddest thing about Whitney Houston as I look at all of the greats uh, of and I think she did have the best voice of all time period mm -hmm. hands down but unfulfilled didn't do everything that she could have with that and because of choices that's correct. Personal choices. All right. You know, yeah, she, she tried to live out that dynamic in real life because, you know, Bobby Brown is an Aquarian, right? So. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. She, it was that dynamic that they felt in terms of trying to get to her truth. And I think, you know, I don't know if she fully found it. She didn't get to live long enough or choose. Maybe she to, did find it a walk. Maybe she found it and walked away from it. That's also true. Anyway. All right. On that note, Samuel, I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, up next, I guess, is Virgo. I like that we're doing Virgo. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Virgos. and uh, Yeah. Thanks. We're going to talk even about the dream girls. You know, all the dream oh. girls in the movie, they were all Virgos within days of no. each other. No way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll Beyonce, Anika, 
Oh, yeah. and the, and that, Jake, not the one with Cheryl, not the original one with the no, original, not the original one. Uh, the one Shirley on the movie. Ralph is not a Virgo. Right. No, the movie. movie. Shout out to her as well. Yeah, um, I appreciate you, Samuel. You. Uh, unlockastrology.com is where you go. SF Reynolds on the Twitters. You can follow him. And Instagram. People and find Instagram. me on Instagram. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not doing a Facebook thing, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but we'll be back next week. I appreciate you. Have a blessed rest of your week. I love you. You too. You too.